The Accidental Entrepreneur is produced by Beinhacker Law and brought to you through our affiliate relationships with the following sponsors. One of One Productions, the New Jersey-based podcast studio that produces and edits both audio and video podcasts. They sell equipment for the average podcaster and have even created a guesting kit exclusively for our listeners. North Authentic, the conscious hair care marketplace offering the cleanest brands from around the world. The Healthy Place, the e-commerce site with thousands of supplements to help you live a healthier life, along with natural solutions for chronic pain, stress, anxiety, depression, sleeplessness, and much, much more. And be sure to support the podcast by ordering some logo merchandise from our online store. Listen to all of our sponsors' commercials later in this episode and follow their links in the show notes to learn more about their products and services. And just to finish off the, you know, kind of the journey, we started out, our very first project was an infomercial for a, for the little giant ladder. We did over $200 million oh, yeah. I know that one. Right. in sales. Yeah. I mean, I have one in my, in my garage right now. I actually designed the logo that's on that ladder that's in millions of homes, but we had a huge audience because millions of people were watching tv back in 20 years ago and right. we sold millions commercials. Of... you could do different things now you exactly but then our results started going down and down and down once we launched funny sales videos our results started going back up and our biggest campaign now you know we have a campaign for a laundry detergent which is a fairly boring sounding product <laughs> that has over a hundred million views tens of millions of dollars in sales it's funny and and it's yeah exactly so we've kind of come back full circle to these really big impactful profitable um but actually a lot less expensive to produce ads than what we started with the information provided in these episodes is for entertainment purposes only it is not a guarantee of success or to be construed as advice of any kind you should always seek advice from local licensed professionals before making any decisions the dictionary defines an entrepreneur as a person who organizes and manages any enterprise, especially a business, usually with considerable initiative and risk. People often start a business without much choice, perhaps due to a job loss or just being dissatisfied at work, and they come up with an idea they just know can be successful. They become entrepreneurs by accident. That is to say their success or failure happens by accident, not with intention. My name is Mitch Beinhacker. I'm a corporate attorney and a business advisor. You're listening to The Accidental Entrepreneur, my podcast about how to achieve success on purpose, not by accident. Join me along with our monthly guests where we share our knowledge and help you get a hold of your business. And now on to today's episode. Okay, my name is Joseph Wilkins. I'm the founder of FunnySalesVideos.com. Um, we create outrageously entertaining videos that drive people to sales funnels. Okay, I want to welcome everybody back to another episode of The Accidental Entrepreneur, where we bring you good content, good con conversations with people that have had experience in entrepreneurship, grown their own businesses, made some mistakes, and have things to share. So we have a unique guest on today. Um, before I bring Joseph on the show, I just want to remind you, if you're listening to us on any of your your chosen podcast directories, be sure to leave us a five-star review. And if you're watching us on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to our feed and hit that like button so we can keep bringing you good content and helping you grow your business. So Joseph, thank you for joining me this morning. Uh, I don't. I was thinking as we got on, who had connected us? Was it through a publicist or booking agent I, or was somebody there? Yeah, I, 
I have an agent that books me okay. on shows. Yeah, That's it. probably it. Yeah, they find me these days. All right. So <laughs> the guy before this morning was literally from Brooklyn and a Brooklyn accent. You sound like you're from the UK or Australia. L- little, little further east than Brooklyn. Yes. <laughs> London. Are you in London right now? No, no. I live in Utah. I've been here, gosh, 20 years. I was there last week. I was in London. Actually, I was at, uh, it sounds a lot posher and more impressive than it actually was, but I was at a um, at a marketing conference presenting at Oxford University last week. Oh, very nice. Was the weather nice or normal? It was London? beautiful. Actually, they're, they're having a drought out there. They're having yeah, record-breaking temperatures, hosepipe bands everywhere. Yeah, you guys are known for like weather and rain and right exactly People don't know what yeah do. everyone's going crazy because they don't have air conditioning not used to it yeah exactly you don't need it there all right so take me through how a guy from london ends up in utah <laughs> and and how you've developed your career and and because i know you weren't doing funny sales videos all the time but can talk about that right I'm, right today seems to be like a day to talk about video so it's it's all good stuff sure. just starting to learn yeah, I mean, my really quickly, my background. I like I said, I grew, grew up in London. My dad was a fashion photographer, working in the advertising industry. Did some huge campaigns. Worked for you know, ranked Xerox Digital back in the day, but also Vogue magazine. And yeah. he, his claim to fame is that he did the personal portraits for the Queen of England once. Oh, so nice. you know, pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, when I was older, I wanted to go into graphic design, um, something similar. I moved out to America to go to university. I went to university here in Utah at Brigham Young University. Ah, Um, While I was in graphic design, um, it was kind of when the internet was beginning to support video. I'm dating myself, but, you know, this was 20 years ago. Yeah. and I, and I got a graphic design job out of college and they were kind of starting to say, hey, who wants to learn how to do video? And so they kind of sent the graphic designer to some courses in L.A. And before I knew it, you know, people were asking me to do videos on the side as a freelancer. And so about about just over 20 years ago, I started a video production agency and we were focused almost exclusively on television commercials. Uh-huh. Um, a few web videos, but it was still kind of the early days of the internet. Right, really and everyone... up what you have now. People don't realize exactly. that. Exactly. You know, yeah. 30 years ago, yeah. it would take an hour for you to download a video. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. remember the days. Yeah. <laughs> I was before that. I was before they had video, like 90. I remember I was at a youth conference in either the Middle East or Europe or something. And there were all these kids from Europe and from mostly from Israel, Europe and the United States. And they were talking about this thing called the internet. And I said, like, yes. what, what are you talking about? I never heard of it. They go, well, it's this, this, this. I said, that's not even true. We're in America. We hear about everything first. And I get home <laughs> and there's all those AOL discs on everybody's doorstep. Yeah. You know, and it was all from there. So, so, but how does a kid from London end up at BYU? Well, I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, commonly known as the Mormons. So that's probably the the quick answer. Um, But but I also, you know, Utah is just, it's a great place for creativity. There there are so many movies that are shot in Utah, so many, you know, TV series. A lot of people don't realize how diverse visually Utah is. You know, I could drive one hour and be on the Salt Flats 
which is where they shot some of Star Wars. I could yeah. drive a few hours the other way, be in the red rocks of Moab. We've got skiing. We've got, you know, huge lakes here. So a lot of productions come here for the visual variety. Um, and uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great place. I, lo I love living here. I've kind of lived half my life here and half my life back home. So I don't really know where home is right now. So you were but, in Salt Lake? Yeah, about about 20 minutes outside of Salt Lake. I was in Salt Lake once. I used to work for a company out of Columbus, Ohio, and I was there for business. And Salt Lake's a pretty city. Yeah, and yeah. On the plane, you land right there. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Okay. So um, so we're back about 20 years ago, right? And yep, yep. And I both know video wasn't really something you could do on the internet. So so what? how do you get started in that type? Like, how do you, you know, film a commercial and get it on TV in those days? Well, I mean, and th this is just a general tip for life itself. <laughs> you, you, if you want to do something, you just figure out how to do it. I, I could tell you funny stories about the number of clients that I didn't lie to, but I, but I, the over, truth a little bit. I overestimated my my abilities, and then I had to bring that to reality. Right. Right. So regardless of what industry you're in, it all starts with self-belief. That's my opinion. That's a good, it, good advice. Yeah. You say and yes, so, basically, and you figure exactly. it out afterward. You say yes first, <laughs> and you figure it out second, as long as there isn't a really tight deadline. <laughs> right. So, so that's really what I did. I mean, I started out beg, borrowing, and stealing equipment. Not okay. stealing, borrowing. Right. Um, and a lot of people don't realize today you know, what I'm holding in my hand here, I would have paid $50,000 yeah, to get big a camera stuff. Sure. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, so there's no, there's no excuse today to anyone to say video. I, I can't include video as part of my marketing arsenal right. because right. you have everything that you need yeah. except the creativity. That's, that's the oh, only part. thing that yeah. you really have to develop or hire talent that has that. But I can talk about, you know, how we did that. But basically for 15 years, you know, we, we ended up, you know, starting out small, but we worked for some of the biggest brands on the planet. I mean, we've done 50 different marketing videos for Google, LinkedIn, McDonald's, hundreds of commercials for Chev Chevrolet. And, you know, so very very small boutique agency that's worked for some very big companies but the big pivot i would say yeah came about five or six years ago when we realized nobody's watching tv the way that they used to right i mean i i have now, teenage then, kids that don't even know what tv right. is they're always on their phone watching exactly phone. yeah yeah and so everyone or most people have shifted from a sit down experience where they're waiting for you to serve them content and they don't have any other choice than maybe flipping a few channels right. to I am now overwhelmed and inundated. Everyone on the planet has their own channel if they yeah. want it. Yeah. Same point, Mitch. Yeah. Like um, and, and, but, but we have now the problem of people with attention deficit disorders that at any moment can change the digital channel or scroll along or ignore your content. And so we couldn't just serve up the same kind of ads. Right. We because had to create something that was different. The channel. That's what they do now. Yeah. They change. Their, exactly. Their swipe or whatever they do on their phones. My kids have no patience. 
Yeah. I mean, think about YouTube. You've got five, five seconds of their attention before that skip button comes up. Right. And that really encapsulates the problem is what we now do is we say, okay, we have five seconds to peak curiosity, to grab your attention, to pull you in. And then we've got about another 10 seconds. And then we've got about another 10 seconds. And it's this constant thing where our videos, we can't look at them as the whole part. We have to look at them as broken down into small increments of attention grabbing you know, elements that has to continually go throughout the whole thing. So basically what we do now is we create videos that kind of feel like you're watching a piece of sketch comedy, something off of Saturday Night Live or something like that, that people actually want to watch. Right. And while we hook you, we then use that story to tell a entertaining story about a problem that the viewer will relate to. And then finally say, oh, I actually do need that. Or I actually am interested in that right but we've earned your trust to be able to ask you to do something about it right people like to laugh and feel good i think when they're, exactly they're it's the whole reason they're on the platform in the first place is to right. be entertained to waste a little time right and they right. don't have much time so you've got to be sure you've got to be to the point but you've got to earn their attention and just to finish off the you know kind of the journey we started out our very first project was an infomercial for for the little giant ladder we did over 200 million dollars oh, yeah. Know that one right in sales yeah i mean i have one in my in my garage right now i actually designed the logo that's on that ladder that's in millions of homes but we had a huge audience because millions of people were watching tv back in 20 years ago and right. we sold you millions commercials. of you can do different things now you exactly yeah, right. but then our results started going down and down and down once we launched funny sales videos our results started going back up and our biggest campaign now you know, we have a campaign for a laundry detergent, which is a fairly boring sounding product that has over a hundred million views, tens of millions of dollars in sales. Because it's funny. And and it's yeah, exactly. So we've kind of come back full circle to these really big, impactful, profitable, um, but actually a lot less expensive to produce ads than what we started with. You know, I think all the the top insurance companies that put all these ads and they have mascots and everything, it's all comedy exactly look at the super bowl that's the most expensive real estate in the universe right 99% of those are using comedy what does that tell you about which ones perform well yeah no exactly yeah so now when you even way back was it you and some partners or was it just you yeah well, I used so I did used to have a partner. I mean, this is getting into the weeds, but he was a media buying partner. So his whole Got job it. was to find the cheapest airtime on television and book it and get the preferential spots, like first out of the break instead of the last, where more people are watching. Right. Or little things like that. And then I was responsible for the creative. So between us, we would go pitch companies. That's how um, you did it. So you how so how would you get into you're a small business? You said you're a boutique, right? So you have some support yeah. people. I don't know if they were virtual in those days or actually came to your office. No, or we, we, yeah, we had a team of about 15 people at one point. You know, most uh, half of them would would just call businesses and say, right. And this is the other thing. Again, it doesn't matter whether we're talking video, law, real estate, whatever the the, the subject is. Right. You gotta have something that makes you different. Yeah. Right. And so here's here was our pitch at the time. We no longer do this, but 
We figured out that the TV stations would pay the media agencies a 15% commission. So if we had a client that was going to spend $100,000 a month on advertising, we get 15 grand. So guess what? Every other agency would double dip. They would get that commission, but then they'd also charge them for the creative. We figured out that if we if we streamlined it, we could be very profitable just living off the 15%. So our pitch was, with a creative agency, you'll never pay for. There you go. So that was the way that we made ourselves different than any right. other agency. So as a business owner, just think outside the box and try to think, even if you can't afford it, I always tell people, come up with an offer that's almost too good to be true. Start there and then work your way backwards to, okay, I might not be able to afford to do that. Yeah. Even though that would open the floodgates for me, what's the closest thing I can do to that? Yeah. And so that's, that, that was our unique pitch then. Yeah. Because you're going up against, I would assume big agencies, right? Oh yeah. The biggest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we we won big, big accounts because of that. Yeah. So you don't have to be intimidated because you're not some big company. You can go exactly bigger fish. I would say that's an advantage as long as the product you deliver is comparable. And and today, so you know, what's our unique pitch today? Well, we have big agencies and even smaller agencies that you know are charging ten, literally ten times what we charge. We figured out how to stay small, stay nimble, and have a very specific process that brings our costs down. So when clients shop around and then call us last, they're amazed at how affordable we are. Now, we're not affordable if you call us first. We're still not cheap because what we do takes a long time and a lot of energy. It's about four months to produce any one video. Okay. But it's profitable, which means it pays you know, for itself back in, as long as you know how to use the video once it's produced you've got to know where do i what where do i run it what platforms how do i get good media rates just like we did on television right but you know you always have to have some kind of an angle of why you're different why you why you stand out yeah what do they call that your your unique value property usp there you go unique selling proposition yeah yeah all right well so you know i had told you that um the uh, most of my listeners are entrepreneurs, startups. Some of them are founders. Some of them are bigger, you know, well-funded companies. But a lot of them are just mom sure. and pop, so so forth. So I think, I think what I'd like to talk a little bit about um, is, you know, if I'm a a small business owner, and maybe I'm an e-commerce shop, or maybe I'm brick and mortar, or whatever. Yeah. How can I get started? I'm not going to obviously hire you guys. You're working with the big dogs. You're going after bigger fish, right? What kind of things can I do to get started in in video? I think a lot of business owners really don't know. Somebody yeah. tells them TikTok, the other one tells them YouTube, the other one tells them LinkedIn and Google, and right, they right. don't know which way to go. So, so the first thing is just get started. Don't worry about. I mean, obviously, you have to come up with content. So I'll right. I'll give you some really simple ideas. Um, the first thing that I would do is I would not look at you telling your customers why you're good. The simplest way to create some great content to put on these platforms is to get your customers to tell other people why you're good. 
almost like video testimonial type of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So the cheat, the, the the simplest way is just, you know, ask your customers, would you be willing for 30 seconds to just jump on your phone and record a video about why you do business with us? Now, the next step up is to you or preferably somebody with a decent camera that knows what they're doing that's in your town, okay. hire them to go to these people and make short videos. I mean, that's what we did for, for a long, long time. And those are great videos to just fill your funnel. A funnel meaning, you know, how many times you can reach that customer before they go down the funnel, make the decision to buy. Here's a word from our sponsors. Looking to get into podcasting? Maybe to market your business for your own enjoyment or because you have a message you want to get out there. One of One Productions is a New Jersey-based studio just over the George Washington Bridge that caters to the booming business of podcasting. They offer a comfortable atmosphere using the latest technology available to record your podcast. And they are a full-service media company offering both audio and video production services, creating both audio and video podcasts as well as video shorts for business and personal use. Professional audio equipment packages are available through their website for all budgets. And be sure to check out their podcast guesting kit created specially for our listeners. Care for your health. Care for the planet and look flippin' great doing it. North Authentic is a conscious hair care marketplace offering the cleanest brands from around the world. Their pro stylists curate only the most fabulous non-toxic hair products with better-for-you shampoos, serums, masks, and more that actually give you gorgeous hair without hurting your health or the planet. Hey, you've only got one life, one planet, and one glorious mane. Might as well treat them all as best you can, right? Try a 100% clean hair care routine prescribed just for you using their link in the show notes. If you don't see a big, beautiful difference in how your hair looks and feels, you can tell them they're crazy. Do you battle chronic pain, stress, anxiety, or depression? Well, if you take any supplements or you're interested in natural alternatives, you need to know about findyourhealthyplace.com. Find Your Healthy Place has thousands of supplements to help you live a better quality of life as well as natural solutions for chronic pain, stress, anxiety, depression, sleeplessness, and much, much more. Need guidance? Use their live chat feature and talk to a wellness consultant right on their website. And be sure to use our coupon code TAEPODCAST for all your purchases to get the best prices at findyourhealthyplace.com. Follow their links in the show notes to learn more about all of our sponsors. And now back to our show. Right, right. So you start out with the top of funnel video. Now, in our world, the, t the the ultimate most successful kind of top of funnel video that we've ever done in 20 years of doing these videos are these funny sales videos. Now, yeah. you'd be surprised. We're That's very the top affordable. Of the funnel, though. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's the first impression. Right. Then once they've seen that, if they don't immediately buy, you then want to send them another video to watch and then another video to watch watch and then another video to watch and these okay. lower funnel videos don't have to be as big and entertaining because you've already kind of captured their attention and you've told them a story now you can have you know product videos and messages from the ceo and customer videos and you know just more and more content that will get them to continue to connect with you um but how do you create that top of funnel video um we, you know we we are definitely very affordable but there are some companies that have said to us we may be able to afford you in the future, but what can we do now? We don't have, you know, big budget, $30,000 to produce right. one of your videos. What could we do 
for you know three or four thousand dollars. And so my solution is I personally have written a ebook that anyone can download for free. Okay. That spills every secret of what the eight steps are that we take every one of our videos through. And you can do those using your iPhone. Now, I obviously, they're not going to perform as well as the kinds of numbers that I told you ours do, but they will perform, in my opinion, better than all of those other videos I just mentioned as a top of funnel first impression video. Okay. Uh, so like I said, you can, notes? yeah, yeah, you can down, just download it on the homepage of funnysalesvideos.com. Now there are eight steps starting with brainstorming, sorry, starting with doing your research, understanding what the key selling points are that your customer needs to hear to make a decision. Then you go into the brainstorming phase, you go into the scripting phase, you go into the auditioning actors phase you go into the filming phase the editing phase the testing phase and then you know what do you do with that video once it's done all of those steps are kind of explained in that download Um, but there are two places that i would say you shouldn't try to do it yourself and those are number one the scripting phase as you'll read in my book scripting a funny video is very hard and it takes multiple people to get it right so in any video that we produce we have eight different writers that i'm paying to go over that script and punch it up make it funny add jokes think about millionaire who wants to be a millionaire the best lifeline is always the crowd right ask the audience right the more the more brains you have the better the final result will be and I tell you in my ebook that the cheapest and easiest way for you to find multiple good writers is just to get freelancers. Go to Fiverr.com and other sites like oh, that. Sure. They're not that expensive. No. And I would say, you know, for a couple of grand, you can get a really good script. With script basically those... being a screenplay, basically what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it's a very short. Yeah. Yes, it's a very short screenplay. And then the other place that you should not try to do yourself is the acting. Okay. So everything else, everything else, you can do it scrappily and you'll get good results if you don't skimp out on the writing and you don't skimp out on the acting. Everything else is, you know, is something that I think anyone that follows these steps could do and get better results on their ads than they're currently getting. Yeah, I think that people are not too good on camera. Like even even no. when I started with on the mic, it's something you got to get used to. You got to do, you know, you got to try things and do it and feel weird and you know, and then you get right. a feel for what you want someone else to do and yeah, people are now, now don't get me wrong, I'm not saying you shouldn't be on camera. I'm saying camera. you shouldn't be on camera in the funny video. Right. Exactly. You will look stupid. I promise you. I promise you. I'm sure. I promise you. Right. In those lower funnel videos, you're not trying to be funny. You right. just want to be yourself. So that is absolutely fine for you to be on camera. Right, right, right. Yeah, because I think people think they're funny and they're usually not. Yeah. The silly. only guy that's ever pulled it off was the guy from Dollar Shave Club that starred in his own video. Okay. And nobody or few people realize he had a background in acting. Oh, okay. So, you know, he kind of cheated. <laughs> yeah. Plus also, if you're doing, if you're doing these videos and you're like a local guy, people know you, you know, they usually have you in a box already and they don't think of you as a funny on yeah. camera person, you know? 
Yep. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So okay, those are my tips. Cool, cool. So we'll put a link in the show notes. I'll download the book. We'll get it set up so people can uh, can get it on. So what are some of the, I'd like to hear, I know you said you can't play any videos today. Um, you got nothing to, to throw up on the screen, but um, can you tell me about some of the videos that you've done? Like what? Sure. That yeah. I mean, so, so our very first uh, campaign for True Earth, this is a laundry detergent that comes in a sheet instead okay. of a plastic bottle. So it's dehydrated detergent. So the mission of the company, company is basically to stop putting plastic in the landfills, right? So it's a mission-based company okay. with a genuinely better product. So that's a perfect match for the kind of thing that we do because people love to share good online because it makes them look good, makes them feel good. Yeah, of course. So, so we created this campaign um, with, with this really simple but relatable soccer mom at home that is just a regular person, not an extreme environmentalist, but, you know, wants to do good in the world, but ultimately wants to have a simple life. And, and so we created this video um, that starts out. And again, the opening hook is the most important part. It starts out with her saying, you know, things you should never mix with water. And she is drenched head to foot in water. Her makeup is running. Her mascara runs down her eye. So instantly you're drawn in. What is going on in this video? Right. And then, and then she says, you know, home electronics. And we see a shot of her kids dumping water over a laptop and it fries and fr frazzles. Then we show the kids throwing uh, a sodium bomb in a, in a bucket of water and it explodes. Then we, then we say witches and we show someone, a, a witch with green makeup on getting dumped with a bucket of water and she f melts and fades away. And then it comes to the punchline and laundry detergent. So you've got you've to gotta stick around longer because we just shocked you with four or five different images and your mind is saying, I've got to know why, right? Well, that's why exactly don't right. I, why shouldn't, why shouldn't I use water in my laundry detergent? Then the next scene we created digitally, like she's in her front room and thousands of bottles of plastic detergent bottles fill up the room. And she talks about the problem about how only 30% of the stuff we throw in our recycling bin actually gets recycled. 70% is rejected, goes to the landfill. Is it 30%? I thought it was like 5%. Well, we have, if they're legal, we have to say best case scenario, but you're right. It's less than 30%. Yeah, right. From state to state, it differs. Yeah. But I mean, that's just an example of how do we go from I have absolutely no interest in a commercial about laundry detergent. I'm just online trying to waste you know, my coffee break. Right. But now we've sucked you in. We've shown you some fun examples. We've told you a real problem. And then immediately we introduce the solution, which is True Earth is going to do your, your detergent or your laundry just as good as what you're using. But instead of lagging these big, heavy bottles home from the store and filling up your cupboards, right. you can just get these little envelopes shipped to you and they take up a tenth of the space and do your laundry just as well. And guess what? You'll feel good about yourself at the end of the day because you're making the world a better place for your kids. Click now. Try it. 30 days risk-free. We got an 
absolute explosion when we released that video. We had over 2 million views in the first week, over $2 million of sales. I mean, it was the number one performing wow. video that company had ever had. Organically, it reached the number two spot on Amazon for personal care because so many people were watching it. Right. Final, final comment for years, not for years, Years they'd only been in business, I think, a couple of years when we launched it. But their salespeople had been trying to get retailers to stock their product, it and they wouldn't return their calls. Point, right? It was all direct to consumer. Exactly. Yeah. It was all all online. After we launched the campaign, the stores started calling them, saying, "So many customers are coming in asking for True Earth. We need to start stocking it." That's the kind of transformation that these kinds of videos can have if done right. Yeah. So now that's all you do, right? Or funny so we videos. Do. You use humor to promote people's companies' products. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, TrueWorks a fairly big company. They had a really good marketing budget to run that ad. Yeah. But what if you're a one-person entrepreneur? Can this still work? We had one guy who came to us that invented a pain-relieving device. It was kind of like... Um, a vibrating massager that you put on your head. Nobody had ever seen it before. Right. It cost $500 for something that you'd never seen before. People said, there's no way you'll be able to sell that online. Right. <laughs> we created one of my favorite videos. We created this lady. It's on our homepage, funnysalesvideos.com. The very opening shot is this. We, we hired a makeup artist to turn her into a zombie. Right. And she's moaning and holding her head. And the opening line is, have you ever wondered what's going on inside your head during a migraine? All of a sudden, the camera zooms in through her eye into her brain. And we show the deck of the um, like a Star Trek Enterprise ship. And we show five different people at the controls, like complaining about all of the things in her nervous system that are going going on. And then we introduce the product and it starts vibrating and buzzing. And they're like, what's going on? They're like looking around. And then all of a sudden these dials start going down and it goes from a, you know, a 10 on the pain scale to a zero and everyone's, you know, we're rejoicing because we've solved the problem. Yeah. So again, that's, that's just a different way. That client, um, very, very, very small budget immediately month over month doubled their sales within, within about a year, they paid off a huge amount of debt. Um, and it was just, a, it was a, a transformational campaign for a one man band that had tried many other things on social media, hired a couple of other agencies, never got any results. These kinds of campaigns will get the kinds of results that you haven't before, at least in our experience. I would think humor would sell most products unless it's, you know, unless using humor is like shocking to people or offensive to them or something because of well, what the topic is. But that that's a great, great point. We try to make our humor. It, it's very easy to, you know, to, to for comedians to use foul language and dirty jokes. Right, to me, stage, the right. yeah, to me, the clever humor is the stuff that makes anyone laugh and is family friendly, safe. You don't want to put stuff up because number one, you'll get flagged on Facebook. They right, won't let you run it. Right. Number two, you'll offend half of your, your user base. So we try to make our humor always, um, you know, brand friendly, yeah. but still push it to the limit. And, and there is a fine line to be able to do that. But back to your point, I don't, I don't think there's any industry 
that can't use humor well, if done well. In fact, right. the more boring your industry, the more boring your competitors' ads, sure. the more opportunity there is for you to stand out and disrupt. Yeah, absolutely. So do you have a background in comedy or no? You're, no. You just recognized no. that humor was valuable. Yes. So yeah. for 15 years, I had tried a few times before. This is why I warn your audience. Don't try to be your own writer. Don't try to be your own actor. Because I tried it and it yeah, bombed. Didn't bomb. In fact, at, at my at my presentation in Oxford last week, I started by saying, I want to start with a disclaimer. I'm not very funny. Now, that's a great thing for everyone because that means that you don't have to be funny. Right, All you have to do you. <laughs> is know how and where to find funny people and bring them into your right project right. process yeah well they probably all thought you were going to do like a stand-up routine and you're like no I'm exactly sure off of that right exactly now. exactly <laughs> yes yeah all right well I, I find it um uh what's the word uh refreshing that you know people can kind of you know start to learn better ways to do what they do because i think a lot of people just they're trying all kinds of stuff and they never really figure out uh, you kind of figured out the formula at least in your industry and what you need to do as a as a as a, a video production company and a marketing agency yes how to get results have you ever had any campaigns that just bombed so it depends how you define bombed right so we have campaigns the client wanted yes i mean obviously every client wants the results of the one that i just told you about right. true has hundreds of millions of views and right. you know tens of millions of sales I've never had a, a a campaign that the client wasn't happy with. Okay. That's a good answer. Yeah. yeah. So so it meaning they thought it was worth the investment and that it did, you know, that that it did its job. We never promise anything. I mean, any marketer that's been in marketing for a while knows that it's all about testing. Right. It's all about trying different things. And, you know, sometimes you hit a home run, sometimes you don't. But th this has been, without question, the most consistently profitable, you know, results-oriented thing that we've done in 15 years that we can say, you know, we have a process that has worked time and time again. The the degree to which each one works, you know, that that's what is the unknown. Right, of course. Now, how... Joseph, how big is your company right now? You have uh, full-time people, virtual people. Yeah, we so we 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 have a handful of of employees. The majority of why we can be as lean as we are is because most of the people are freelancers. So you know, our writers are all freelancers. The film crew are freelancers because we don't need a film crew every day. We right. you know we, we shoot maybe two or three videos a month. Right. And so for the other days, what 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 we do with them? Well, we'd pay them and we'd have to raise our prices. So yeah, right. very, very lean. Um, we have a you know, we have our own in-house studio or an in, in-house equipment, but most of the team, it's about 25 people that are working on each project. If you look at the entire, you know, what what we need for every single role, but 75% of that are freelancers. And the editors and stuff, they're not even in your building, right? They're... No, so, some are, some aren't. Right. Okay. Just depends on how many projects we have at any given time. At any given time. Very good. Very good. All right. So um, 
I don't know if I have any more questions for you. I mean, I, I, I was looking forward to talking to you and hearing all about humor. And I think that uh, it's an interest. Not only is it an interesting business, but you've been very successful doing what you're doing. If you were to look back in terms of you went from, you know, video side marketing, just kind of the the regular world, and then you found this niche. Do you feel that there's anything you would do differently? Some mistakes you made along the way that you would do differently? Um. I mean, obviously, there's always mistakes that you make along the way that that, that you would do differently. Um, I mean, it's 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 hard to to have regrets when you have a job that you get up every morning you and you're like, I'm I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I get right. paid to play. Yeah. yeah, every mistake that I went that I made along the way only helped me to come to where I am. I will say the one thing that I'm glad that I did is when I hit roadblocks. For example, when we were doing the television thing, right? Mm -hmm. My business partner um, and I had a had, had a separation. We won't get into the details, but all of a sudden I had a business that relied on media buying, right? right. Remember about the and commissions? He, that's what he was doing, right? When we separated, I had zero of that. And I had to start again and reinvent myself and create a new customer base. And I think, you know, just the process of being resilient to when big challenges come and having the attitude of, okay, so how do I now pivot quick right. enough that I can stay in business? I mean, 20 years in business, not too many companies, you know, can say that they've they've hit that mark. No. And I think it's 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 just constantly being agile, not getting into debt. That's huge, so that you're able to pivot without being, you know, beholden to investors and people that are breathing down your neck for the to to make the payment at the end of the month. Right. Now I know that a lot of businesses they they can't operate operate without investment and capital, right. and I get that. I just decided I was going to start and stay lean and stay nimble and not give away a portion of my company. Right. Um. So. Uh, that's kind of a bit of rambling, but a few things, a few thoughts on you know what what I've done, what I would do differently, and what I think has contributed to you know surviving this long. You own the company now, a hundred percent. You're the sole I owner, do. and everyone works. Yes. Yep. Yep. There's a lot to be said for that. Partners are great sometimes, not so great other times. Correct. Down that road too. All right. So, uh, what is it? It's it's what nine o'clock by you? Eight o'clock? uh 10 and 10 oh we're 10 only in the morning hours. oh you're only yeah. two hours behind me okay all right good yeah 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 all right so i one I, final I, tip maybe yeah, if, if you've liked if you've liked anything that you've heard um i do it's a little out of focus but i do have my own podcast it's called how to make a video go viral um, and we go into, I, I don't know, 20, 30 episodes worth of the specific details. And we also interview, you know, companies that have done this and get sure. their experience. Uh, check that out on all of the regular podcast platforms. Just I, how I to make a video go viral. I will definitely put a link in the in the show notes to the podcast. Awesome. Great. And uh, Joseph, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with me today. You're welcome. It's been fun. Thanks, Mitch. If you like the podcast, please tell others about us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Amazon Music, and many of the other podcast directories. If you like what you hear, please leave us a five-star review and feel free to share our episodes on social media. If you have any questions or comments, ideas for the show, or you'd even like to appear as a guest, reach out to us by email at info at 
The Accidental Entrepreneur is hosted and produced by me, Mitch Beinhacker. If you'd like more information about my legal services, you can find me on social media or visit my website at beinhackerlaw.com. Thanks for listening and be sure to subscribe to our feed to be notified of all future episodes.